evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Bobcast. With you, as always, is Bob, live in the lounge, staring at the Ouija board. Back in nature, just because, uh, you know, hey, lots of you sent me really nice messages about these types of solo podcasts, so I'm going to try my best to continue them, because they help me, and I'm really happy to know that it helps some of you. That's like the main basis of this podcast shit, man. You know, I've been doing it for almost 10 years. Uh, December, I think the 26th, or no, December 29th, 2012. Yeah. I, you know, it's crazy to think that I've been doing this for so long and it's just so easy now for me. You know, it's like a, um, it's like breathing air, you know, and one of the things that I noticed was the last two times on the show, I've had guests, right? It's a totally different dynamic, man. You can't go off on a rant. And that's what I want to talk to you all about today, right? Dude, socialization has gotten so fucking weird, right? Like, I remember there was a time in my life where I struggled with eye contact. I think I struggled with eye contact mainly because some of the adults in my life didn't make eye contact with me in emotionally charged settings. And I, it must have messed me up somehow because as you know we are these wide open spaces when we come into the world and we're influenced by the ones who were around you know wouldn't it be pretty sweet if you could come into the world and be like look i want to hang out with uh little duvall kurt cobain and joe rogan can you make that happen can these guys shape me so eye contact you know so i've been told that i have striking um, eyes. I like to stare people down because I realized at age 42 that there is no greater weakness <laughs> in the form of conversation or in the art of interviewing. Like if you break eye contact with the person, right? Say, for instance, this might be you. You might be looking for a new job, right? I love job interviews. One, because it's my chance to like really just show the skills that I garner doing this podcast, okay? You got some questions for me? Great, dude. I can't wait to answer these questions. I love questions. In fact, I want people to ask me stuff. I want to be, um, I want to be the, uh, the reason for your mystery. You know, Bob, why did you do this? Bob, what do you mean by that? You know, to engage deep into the conversation, we need to look into each other's souls. We need to look into each other's eyes. And more and more, you know, sometimes it could be a medical situation and other times it could just be that the person is an ignorant son of a bitch and doesn't want to look at you. But like, case in point, I don't know what to do with my eyes when someone doesn't want to look me in the eyes. And I'm sure this has probably happened to you or maybe you are the person who doesn't look at the other. And I'm not judging you because, look, life is a freaky fucking situation, okay? Nobody knows what we're doing, yeah? Nobody's got the book. That tells you how to do it all perfectly. So I'm in this conversation the other day, and the guy, you know, just is looking way off, man. He's, like, completely turned to the left. And, like, you know, I don't know what to do with my eyes, you know? And then, like, also, too, it's like I almost want to hit, like, the, you know, the emergency exit button and just leave the conversation, you know? It's like... It's so hard to be in a conversation with somebody that is, like, making you feel marginalized. In other words, like, if they're talking, they're not listening to a goddamn thing you say if you have a moment to say, and you just have the feeling that they're just full of apathy. They don't give a shit 
where you're coming from. And, like, I'm trying to, like, you know, like, dive deeper. Like, why is it that we do this? It is. The, the reason, the only reason I could come to, just because now I'm surrounded by all my friends here in nature, the trees, we've grown so far apart, man. There's not one way to say it, but, like, literally... I mean, like, I've talked about this before. Like, you go to a mall, you go to the King of Prussia Mall, the Plymouth Meeting Mall, you go to a gym, anywhere that's public, with other human beings' eyes that you have never seen. It is a curse, or, or no, excuse me, it is, like, a damn shame that, like, we don't say hi to everybody, okay? We just don't. And I don't understand that. I really don't, you know? It's like... That's like being on a football team and, like, never knowing, like, the center, the wide receiver, the running back, and just be like, yeah, here they are. Never making eye contact, never getting a chance to look into their souls. What is the soul to me? I have no idea. Some people say it's 21 grams. I know that I can feel the soul sometimes move. I can feel the, the, the weight of the world, and I can feel, like, people's emotions running through. I just saw this quote the other day. Uh, from Ethan Hawke, the actor, and he was talking about creativity and like, you know, like some people, you know, um, like is, is creativity valued in our society? Some people think that creativity isn't valued in our society and never pay attention to any books or poetry. Watch this. Here comes some people. I'm going to say hello. See if they say hello back. Hey, how you doing? Hi. Hi. How are you? That was cool. They both waved. Completely lost my train of thought too, by the way, but hey, um, the art of conversation, you know, it's really strange how we just, maybe that's why I like podcasting so much, you know, and I like listening to podcasts, and I love watching them now, too, like in the evening, like I'll watch certain ones, but like, I just like hearing people talk, and I like when people are engaged in a conversation that has meaning. Literally, that's all we are looking for in life is meaning. I know I'm looking for it, and I know sometimes I wake up and I'm depressed, man. My Lexapro isn't working. You know, and I can't figure it out. I'm like, why? Like, you know, I have emotional um, stress. I have all this other stuff in my past that I'm trying to rewire in my brain right now through therapy. I'm trying to make myself a better person. And I don't understand, like, why that isn't everybody's top priority, you know? Like, I was playing the drums the other day at work. There's a drum set there, and, you know, I'm a digital media guy, and you know what I'm saying? I'm checking sound, but you know what? I'm playing my music to uh, a song. I'm playing along with the song, excuse me, right? And uh, I just uh, realized uh, yesterday that it's been since April of 2018. I believe that's right. But I know it was 2018. was the last time I was on a stage performing in front of somebody. And when you perform in front of somebody, you know that feeling, man. You know how that feels. You know when eyes are on you, right? So, like, I'm in the room. I'm playing along. And I feel somebody videotaping me. I just know. And it's a coworker, my friend of mine. And um, coincidentally, I used to play at her uh, dad's establishment back in the day with my band Downtown Harvest. And uh, she's like, "Wow, that was really good, Bob. Miss seeing you guys play." Da da da. And she's like, "Aren't you scared that like you'll get in trouble?" And I'm like, "I thought about this. Thing. Like sometimes somebody will say, say something, and like you think about it." long into the evening. Hey, how are you? You okay? You lost? You, you okay? Okay, good, good. I thought you might have been lost. Okay, cool. Have a nice day. Man, that guy was just looking at me like he was so lost. Maybe he just, maybe he'd never seen anybody like me. Or maybe, maybe like I am him. 
Once again, dude, lost my train of thought. But you know what? You're not here for that. You know what I'm saying? You're here for the flow, the ranch, the insanity. Yeah, are you scared to lose your job? No. <laughs> not at all, man. And I think you should be, too. Like, we... We are holding on to so much shit right now in our lives that doesn't make us feel good. We are holding on to so many things that mean nothing in the afterlife. Whatever version of it you want to pick, go ahead. But, like, we're not working on ourselves. Maybe you, you are, like me, you know, and that's why you're here listening. But you've seen these people. You might have worked with them. You might have dined with them, you know, been out in the street and seen them. But these are the people who are full of apathy. And these are the people who are incapable of, of love. But then, you know, like, I refuse sometimes to believe what I see in a text or, excuse me, like, I see it, like, in a book or, like, here... Something happened to these people that made them stop caring about others. Maybe it even happened in the womb. Maybe it happened in a different lifetime. But something has happened to them, which has now, like, driven everything into this just apathetic, like, cloud that just goes into a room and destroys everybody in the process. These are the people who are testing you. These are the people who are making you kind of stand up for your yourself. Like, some people don't stand up for themselves, and I see that quite a bit, you know? And I'm fortunate that, like, I, I guess I have an attitude problem, you know? I mean, I've always had an attitude problem when it comes to somebody else putting me down or somebody else trying to, like, you know, inflict their will upon me. And God, dude, God, please. The trigger that I have that I've gone over with my therapist over and over again is I cannot stand when it happens to somebody else in front of me or I hear about it but the worst is when I heard about it heard it in front of like okay chick, chick, this begins in 2004 I come back from LA I go to Panera Bread I get a job I'm working with a bunch of Mexicans Jorge Jorge is my friend okay I start speaking Spanish with Jorge okay and uh he becomes my amigo, you know, they call me Guero de Loco, which means basically crazy-ass white boy, and, like, he didn't really speak much English, right? And our dishwasher broke, and we were handing out plastic cutlery, and this rich bitch didn't like that too much, and she shoves the plastic fork, excuse me, plastic spoon into Jorge's face and says, like, something to the effect, how hard is your job that you can't even get back there and wash the dish? I lost it. I can't remember what I said. I remember at one point they said, what's your name? And I was like, what, you can't? I said something like, what, you're not only rude, but you can't read? And, like, something like that. And my, I was like, B-O-B, that's my name. And that was even before the song B-O-B, which is insane. But, like, I don't know. I mean, like, I was so triggered by it. I'm still triggered by it. During the DoorDash pandemic days when I would see Unjust, I would call people out on that shit even more because I was, like, like reverse Zara with my face covered, you know what I mean? Like, nobody could tell who I was and, like, I don't know, I read a lot of comic books, you know, and, like, I believe in the spirit of what a superhero meant to me as a child, right? Somebody who's going to protect you, somebody who's going to stand up for you, somebody who's going to get your cat when your cat climbs the tree, somebody who feels right, somebody who isn't asking for anything in return. I don't think Superman ever showed up and was like, yeah, can you put some money in the basket? He didn't do that, you know, and, like, that's something that I've talked about, too. I was asked recently, 
by um, an older colleague. So what are your plans for the future? And um, I said to be as happy as possible while being while practicing altruism and helping as many people as I can. And she was floored by it, and like you know, it just came off like my my lips. And I'm not really sure if it's like you know, some people out there might think, oh, that's his ego, his ego saying that. But I'm telling you, like, you don't have to go to church, man. You just got to be nice to people. That we can fix this shit. You know what I mean? Stop practicing apathy. Listen to some Nirvana. Paint your toenails. Do something that feels good for yourself, you know? And, like, literally, think about this for a second. When's the last time you've done something that truly meant something for you and for you only? Got to do it. Don't matter how old you are, either. It don't matter at all, like... Age is a state of mind, they say, right? Yeah, I guess. But your mind is something that can't be taken from you, okay? You have the power to really turn shit around, you know? And, um, yeah, I'm just full of, like, that, like, energy right now in my life because I just really want to do good and I want to... I want to be somebody's, like... I want to, like... It's like when I was younger, I used to think that I wanted to be people's uh, role model. I don't want that no more, dude. I just want to be your light. You know what I mean? Like, hey, you in the dark? Here I am. You know? This is because we always attach these like titles and shit. Even like like social media. It's like, what you got? What do you do? Huh? What do you do? I think Jim Morrison got off a, a plane once and they were like, name, occupation. And he just said, Jim, and then smiled in the camera. And I think about that a lot sometimes, you know? And I think about how, you know, being free and being alive is oftentimes ridiculed in our society. And I'm like, why? Why is that happening, you know? Like, why why is it looked down upon if you're somebody who's an eccentric, right? Like, what did I do to you, you know? <laughs> like, and I refuse to back up and change myself. Like, I... I very proud of myself that I, I could do that, you know, and I'm very proud of myself that I can in, uh, influence other people to be crazy. <laughs> yeah. So I was at Wawa not too long ago, and I said to somebody who was behind the counter who just looked so sad, like, you got to give yourself permission to be crazy, you know? Like you gotta, like you gotta have fun. Like we're here. I'm here in Valley Green with you. Okay, I'm podcasting. I have a great time. My body's alive. I feel good. Like, I, I, depression and all that shit, yeah, I have it, you know? I, I'm on medication, I'm on all that shit. I'm not podcasting 24 hours a day. You get me for, like, what, 20 minutes on these rants or something like that. It's usually when I'm feeling good, and it's definitely when I'm in nature. For the last couple of ones. And that's a big component, man. Big component that I'm sad that goes away for a bit when the winter comes and everything sucks, and God, I hate it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... I mean, like, going to the gym in the, in the wintertime is cool to keep yourself fit, but, like, nature is like a church. It's like a vibe, man. Like, this place. Sometimes I come here and, like, I just can't, like, I'm like, why did I come here? You know what I mean? Like, it's the same thing over and over again. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Here we go with the trails. I do do new trails. Talked about that on the podcast before. But 
like, you know, how do you keep going back to the same place? And you know what the reason is? The reason is, is because I found lots and lots of peace here during some of the deepest, darkest, disturbing moments of my life, man. You know, like, I struggle with my mental health, you know, and uh, I have ups and downs. I'm an emotional person, too. It's like I'm an artist, and, like, I feel everything, you know? I feel... Like when someone's having a bad day or like if I like if I ask somebody at the wrong time a question and they answered me back with something that might have been like triggering towards me because I was so worried about how people perceived me as a kid. And it went into my early adult life as well, you know, like worrying so much about whether or not he or she likes me, you know, both sex, not sexually, just like, like it could be like friendships, you know, what I mean, like I was just so consumed by you know, like, the the need to be, like, accepted, you know? It might get loud because I'm crossing Bell's Mills right now. So just hang in there with me for a little bit. I won't say anything too important. But it's always scary for me because there's, like, really no crosswalk right here. Like, from Bell's Mills, there's a tiny little bridge and this little white line. And lots of times people, like, I guess don't see that there's a person walking. I don't know. But here we go. Here's somebody that's a little bit close. But, yeah, I really like to hear, man. You know? I really like to know, like, how many hours I've logged here total. But then again, that's a human, like, issue. It's my OCD being like, oh, how many times? How many steps did you get? Did you get 10,000 steps? Did you climb 25 floors? Did you do it all right? I mean, lots of times, I mean... Man, she looked really sad in the car. You ever see that? Like when someone's like real sad and like, you know, I'm yielding. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for not yielding. I just yelled at somebody. I felt bad. But hey, she was speeding and she was drinking a fountain drink. What was I just saying? I felt, oh yeah, the need to be accepted. God damn, that triggered me for so long. It made me so... Oh, I... I, before medication, I, I had, like, the compulsive, like, I couldn't stop thinking about something. Like, why did you say that? Why did you say that to that person? You had, all, like, all the things in your pocket that you could have asked them, but why did you ask them the dumbest question of all, Bob? Being hard on myself and, like, really putting myself down was normal for me, you know? And that was part of many issues that I've dealt with in therapy and, like, we all want to be accepted, and I think that it also stems back to the fact that, you know, back in the day, when we all lived in the place that I'm currently at now in the woods and tribes and stuff, you probably didn't have that feeling too much, you know? Everybody had to get along. Everybody had to move like a pack. I'm sure there were squabbles and shit, but at the end of the day, they probably drank and ate together, you know? And that's what, you know, I kind of want for, like, everyone is to be able to Sit down and try to figure this shit out. Like, violence, anger, war. Joke. Real big joke, man. You're killing the same thing that you're made out of. It's like a piece of art destroying another piece of art. Coming off the wall and being like, I'm going to fuck you up. It don't make no sense. And I'm not the type of person... And this is like a controversial thing, I guess, right? I don't go to protests. This is my protest. This is my freedom of speech. This is my artistic expression. I, I don't know if like a protest does anything except 
cause more drama in today's world. In the 1960s, you know, God bless Martin Luther King. He tried, you know, but like, what can we do to really start a new beginning? The only way to do that is to have everybody included in the conversation. Not just one group, but everybody. And then we'd be good, man, you know? Like, we'd be solid. But, like, the powers to be, you know, they want to get in there and, like, stir things up. Like, we've never been so um, separated. And the weird thing about that is and something I'm glad I just recalled. Because, God, this is just such a situation. It's like, I'm 42. My elders, some of them, not all, but some people I work with and other people in the community that I'm involved will try to – like lately I've noticed this trend where it's like they'll start talking about one political spectrum and assume that I am on that side with them. And I'm thinking to myself, Christ, what's happened to my look? You know, it's the same look from the 90s. I basically look the same except you know a little bit of wrinkles here and there and some gray hairs. But like you know, like long hair, beard, you associate that with a AR fifteen toting like maniac who, you know, thinks that, <laughs> you know, like I don't want to go too far into politics because I hate talking about politics because it's exactly what turns people away. If you're listening to this podcast and you have a different political opinion than me, guess what, bro or sis, we good, baby. Because that's how it was back in the day. You know what I mean? In the in the woods where tribes, these things are like, oh, dude, I can't talk to you. You're red. I'm blue. We can't eat together, even though we got no other food except the one thing you killed. You're blue. I'm red. Ah! That's such a stupid way of thinking, man. And it's so, so crippling our society right now. And you know what, dude? I'm out of that situation, you know? This is my protest. This is my point of view. Start taking care of one another. Start taking care of yourself, and we can fix this shit. You know what I'm saying? My name's B.O.B., and this has been another episode of The Bobcast.